0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Southern Area High School Athletic Leadership Council podcast, the all-in podcast. Uh, We're here today with a very special guest. Um, As always, uh, our purpose is to provide a platform for student-athletes to share their sports journeys for others to learn and grow. Um, we really appreciate the feedback we've been getting from our audience, um, both student athletes, uh, parents, fans, community members. We appreciate you guys listening and tuning in with a very special guest today. We have senior Trinity Monahan, senior wrestler, Trinity Monahan, joining us to the show. Welcome to the show, Trinity. Hi. Very, very excited to have you here today. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Trinity has has really been instrumental in our wrestling program uh, in a lot of different ways. Um, aside from you know working hard and being a great leader in that room, uh, Trinity has really performed at a high level. Um, in 2021, she was the 220-pound Northeastern PA girls state champ. And uh, the 200-pound Northeast Regional champion. Um, she's been a Fargo All-American at the Fargo All-American. She placed seventh place in nationals, and she's ranked number eighth in the 200-pound in high school girls rankings. Trinity, if you've done a lot here at the high school, um, you know I, I think what's most important is what you've done in the space for girls wrestling. Um, Maybe can you talk a little bit about that And starting off? Like, what got you interested in wrestling? When did you first start wrestling? Um, Where did this this love come from?
1: Um, So I started wrestling when I was in eighth grade. Um, We had the try it thing in gym class, and then I went to, like, a first-ever practice, and I really liked it. And I wasn't sure if I was going to keep on going with it, but then Chris Atkinson actually came up and offered for me to come to Contender Elite, which was a gym that he owned. So I wrestled, like, with all girls there, and then I started going to, like, all these different girl tournaments. And then after my freshman season, I ended up taking second at States, and after that, I got onto the national team, and I wrestled on the Pennsylvania national team in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then I went to Fargo, North Dakota. And lost in the blood rounds, but I I just started working harder just to, like, show that I could, like, be the best I could be and just put my name on the map for Pennsylvania women's wrestling, so.
0: I love it. I love it. And, you know, now, uh, I don't know when you're listening, audience, but now we are in November of 2021, and this will be our first official season with a girls' wrestling team. Uh, we're the first school in District One, first school in Suburban 1. Um, you know, there's a, a ton of attraction throughout the state of Pennsylvania for girls wrestling but we're excited to be you know that first school in our area to really push this through and and Trinity you've been big in in doing that Uh, maybe you could share with our audience um, how you've recruited student athletes to join the team and how you've uh, gained some traction in our school Um, you know when I walk in there sometimes I see five or six girls wrestling it's it's awesome uh, that you've been able to do that but how have you been able to do it?
1: So this year, we actually did a Girls Come Try at Night, which was open through K through 12, and we had a really good turnout, but a lot of it was like younger girls, like elementary and middle school. But basically, in the high school, it's just, like, word of mouth. Like, you just have to, like, tell athletes, if you know that they aren't a winter sport athlete, like, be like, oh, I think that this would be beneficial. And also just, like, sharing my story to, like, people who aren't athletes because my freshman year, I lost 60 pounds. So that was very helpful, and I didn't think that I would ever, like, get to do that. But just, like, if someone wants to get involved, you just tell them it doesn't hurt to come and try it out because – If you don't try it out, you won't know if you like it or not.
0: Absolutely. And I look back at your freshman year. When I look back, you were the only female in that room every day, right?
1: Um, There There was another girl, but she didn't stick with it all throughout high school. She was just there my freshman year. Um, My sophomore year, I was actually the only girl in the room. Okay.
0: And and what do you think is the biggest challenge for you, being the only girl on a uh, predominantly boys team sport? Obviously, uh, the the team is growing and the sport is growing, uh, girls wrestling. But – you know, what were some of the challenges you faced over the years kind of being the only girl on the team?
1: I think it's, I always couldn't relate to the guys because they always didn't see me as one of the guys. So it's always going to be a little bit different because if you're a female and a male aspect, they're obviously going to treat you different. But the boys on our team like had open arms and just respected me and they're more like my brothers now. So I think like you just can't, think of the fact that it's a male-dominated sport, you have to, like, go in there with an open mind and be like, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be involved. So, like, you can't just, like, step back. Like, I had to, like, put myself out there, and, like, you have to, like, talk to people, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's it's great to hear that, that our boys were accepting, and I, I attribute that to coaches, you know, like Tristan Boyd, um, Chris Atkinson, um, and, and, you know, and our assistant coaches who do a great job in providing that experience for our student athletes—that's um, good to hear. Hopefully, you're not just saying that because we're on the podcast <laughs> here. But uh, no, I appreciate that uh, with respect to just because it, it is a challenge. You know, it is a challenge in a sport where it's a physical sport, and you know, when, when it might be a little bit different for a, a male going against a female and vice versa. You know, I'm glad to hear that that has been your experience. Um, what about some of the challenges when you go against other schools? So in your three-year career so far Uh, all of our conference matches you've always gone against boys right
1: yeah what are some
0: challenges there that that you faced
1: so freshman year I actually wrestled up at heavyweight and that was very challenging because I was a small freshman girl compared to all the guys that I wrestled so just basically it was harder because the guys were bigger than me And then my sophomore and junior, I did end up getting hurt in my chest two times. That was a very big setback for me. But it's just when a female wrestles a male, the mass of, like, muscle is so different. Mm -hmm. And where girls carry their weight and where guys carry their weight are, like, two different things. It's just... In my head, I always know that the guys are going to be, like, a little bit stronger than me because there's no way that I'm ever going to be as strong as a male because it's just the makeup of the body. Sure. But just – I just knew that, like, I'm not going to win them all, but it's just about, like, how much effort I put in in the room, on the mat, and just show that I want to be there. So
0: That's a good answer. And I, and I think understanding that paradigm, is that really what's been sh- – that shifted your energy towards, hey, we got to get this girls' program here at Southerton, um, you know, that we should be competing against girls? Because obviously you do that on the, on the uh, you know, the travel circuit and, and things like that. Most of the people you're competing against in these state tournaments, regional and national tournaments are against girls. Um Has your experience been competing against boys one of the reasons why you've been so adamant uh, with me and with Coach about wanting to do this?
1: So basically, it wasn't for me that I wanted to get a girls program. I wanted to get a girls program just so the future of, like, wrestling in general, just, like, in in the United States, just that girls would have the opportunity to wrestle other females and so that the sport would grow even larger because – I know that there are girls who are very hesitant, and it's not just them, it's their parents as well, that they don't want them wrestling males. So I feel like if we have a women's team, that that will help get more people on the team, and just so they have a fair playing field because it would just be better for them, so they also wouldn't be scared to go out and wrestle guys.
0: Absolutely. And now, you kind of know the sport a little bit more than most in the space of girls wrestling. You know, with... 23, 24 schools in our league that sponsor wrestling. You know, we're the only girls uh, school that that has wrestling, only school that has girls wrestling. Rather, um, what do you see? Like, what do you see in the future? Do you see like, hey, by 2025, we're gonna have half the league, or do you see that it moving that quickly through our league?
1: So actually, today um, another school just sanctioned. So now we have 25. So now to PIAA, we're an emerging sport. So now we're gonna get looked back at for women's wrestling. But I think by the time that I graduate college, that there that every single school in this area will have a women's wrestling wow, team. Wow, that fast? Yeah, because of how fast that we got 25 teams. Like, now that we started the journey, like, right during COVID, like, that was harder. But, like, to get it up and now that, like, teams are, like, fighting and pushing and— Now that it's showing that, like, we can get the teams, I think that would be very helpful. And PIAA will look at it and be like, oh, like, this isn't a joke. Like, this is for real. So hopefully most schools will have it. But I think that would be very beneficial if most schools in this area will notice that if we have it, that they should start getting it. Because I know that there are schools around here that do have females on their team or have had. But I just think that a lot of them will have it. So...
0: That's good to hear, um, and I think there's there obviously is a need uh, for it because you said when we had that middle school, elementary school try at night. I mean, I remember you sending me that picture. How many kids were there? Do you think?
1: I would say like about twenty five to thirty.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's um, certainly would lend itself to be an the, the, have the ability. You know, so many programs in the high school have theater programs. You know, and if we can see that in our elementary and middle level, certainly, hopefully, that would feed to our high school level as well. Um, so with respect to, obviously, not only, you know, I, I like you've always deflected, you know, to other people that this is about other people having that opportunity. Um, you know, I like the fact that you started this in eighth grade. It's not like you've been wrestling your whole life. And, you know, you and I have spoke a lot about the recruiting process. Maybe you can catch our listeners up to speed on what the recruiting process has been for you. Uh, for example, like what three schools are you looking at and, um, and what, what interests you in those schools?
1: So my top three schools right now are Sacred Heart University, Lock Haven, and North Central College. So just basically the reason I'm looking at those teams isn't because of the divisions. Like, it's a D1 school, a D2, and a D3. Mm. It's not about, like, what division you're going to go into. It's about the program that you're going to go into. Like, I want to go into a program knowing, like, I'm going to have, like— opportunities to be able to wrestle a good coach good training opportunities partners like that's the main thing that I'm looking in for right now but also like do they have the major that I want and all of those schools actually have really good um things for my major so it's basically I'm looking at like am I gonna like succeed in athletics and in school there so all of my top threes are all tied together right now because they all have like Three really good programs for wrestling going and three really good programs for academics. Yeah,
0: three great schools. You can't make a bad decision. Uh, I just love the journey, you know, that you started in eighth grade and now it's such a big piece of your life that you're going to be doing it for the next four years. And, you know, who would have thought a Sacred Heart as being an opportunity for you to go to school? You know, that great school, you probably don't even know about that school if it wasn't for wrestling. Um Let's take a look at your athletic career um and we're we're talking about you know memories within your sport. So when you look back and you could handle this one of two ways Sauterton or you know the uh the club circuit um your best performance.
1: Oh that's like really hard because I have so many matches. Um For Souderton, I would have to say my best performance, because like this will always like be in my mind, be in my heart. My first ever match as a freshman girl, I won my first varsity match um, at Quakertown. So that was really big. And that night was very overwhelming because I remember school. And athletics were there at the same time because I had a choir concert that night. And that was for my grade. So I ended up going to Quakertown. I weighed in. I came back to school. I sang in the concert. And then I went back to Quakertown. And I wrestled at Quakertown. And I, like, didn't know, like, what to expect. Like, my first ever high school match. Didn't know what was going to go on. I just went out there. I wrestled. I had amazing coaches in my corner. Teammates cheering me on. Fans in the stands. And I was just very overwhelmed But I just went out there and I pinned him and I was so excited because that's like crazy to think that I was a freshman girl wrestling varsity and I won my first ever match. So that would just be like my best performance in my high school career wrestling for here. And then I would say my best performance ever wrestling in girls was my um, medal round match at Fargo. Um, I was very nervous, but I was very fast on my feet. I made sure I had a good stance, and I just wrestled very hard, and I just had in my head, you're going to score the next point. Mm. You got this. Like, keep on moving. You're not tired. And just looking back at that, like, my feet were moving fast. Like, I was moving faster than the other girls. So I think it would, it's just because of my way of my performance. It's not because I placed. I was just proud of the way that I wrestled.
0: Two great stories. You know, I, the first one, the, it sounds like the epitome of a student athlete. Um, weighing in, coming in, you know, doing, you know, a choir uh, performance and then going back and pinning somebody. I love it. Um, with If you look at those two different matches, um, it sounds like in the second one, your mindset may have been more technical. Keep your feet moving. Um, you know, you're not tired. Whereas in the first one, you're only a year into your career at that point. You started in eighth grade. We're talking ninth grade wrestling. Um You didn't really have much of an expectation going into the match. So this year, going into matches um what's your mental focus like is there something that gets you focused mentally before a match that you're going to focus on with respect to either what you're going to do from a skill standpoint and an effort standpoint um or just something to get you motivated for the match
1: um sometimes i listen to music sometimes i just talk to my friends like i don't like to like think about like how the match is going to go because i think that like psychs me out even more so like Sometimes I watch the wrestling matches that are going on, but if it's, like, a someone that's, like, at my weight that I know that I may possibly wrestle, like, I don't watch it, it's just basically, like, just keep, keeping a clear, like, headspace or, like, just enjoying it because I don't, like, like, why change the way that I am? Like, just, like, have fun with it, so...
0: Yeah, and it's it, wrestling, more than anything, the emotions are so high and it's so quick. You know, I've seen kids go from the highest of highs to when that ma- match is over, they're in the hallway and, you know, very emotional. Yeah. Um, it's just a different sport in that in that way. Um, you talked about your best performance. Those are two great stories. I do want to, you know, here with the All In podcast, we talk a lot about the process, and, uh, and part of the process is failure. So what about your worst performance here at the high school,
1: if you um, could think of one?
0: or Or... or the club scene.
1: So in club, I was wrestling in North Carolina at Super Thirty Two. And this one girl, I warmed up with her at National. She's from a different state. I I had a really good performance in that match, but I just got very sloppy at the end. Mm-hmm. I was like just rushing into her, like just trying to score the next point. Cause at first, like she had the points up on the board, and then I was only a point behind. And then the end of the match was coming and I was like Oh my gosh, like, I'm so tired. Like, I just want this to be over with. So, I was just like, let's see if I can throw something. And I was just sloppy and I messed up. And then she ended up launching me and she threw me for four. So, then the match just drastically changed in points. So, I think just because I wrestled sloppy at the end, it's just because I was like, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing it anymore. But you can't do that because you have to like wrestle out your best performance all the time. So,
0: yeah, I think fatigue is just such an important component in this sport and. You know, I go into your guys' room, you know, I try to go in as much as I can, but the gruesome element of training is just something that, you know, all of our sports work hard, all of our athletes work hard, but in that wrestling room, it's just a different animal. Um, what are you, How do you um, grind through the day-to-day workouts and practices? You know, you guys are in there from 3 to 5.30 pretty much every single day. Um, what, what keeps you going? What keeps you moving?
1: Um Just knowing that I'm going to be better and this is, like, practicing is benefiting where I'm going to be in March. Like, am Mm. I going to be at the top of the podium Mm. or am I going to fall short of my goal again? And I don't want to fall short because I had that happen two years in a row. But so you just got to, like, grind it out. You got to show who you are and you got to, like, because the harder you work, you're going to put your name on the map and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger if you keep on working hard. So I think just in my head, like, I have to work hard. I have to set a good example for the younger athletes and just to know, like, you can't give up because once you give up, you're not going to want to get back up. So, like, if you just, like, stop, you're done. Like, you have to keep on going because, like, if you stop in there, you're just going to make everything 10 times worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think oftentimes, you know, we as athletes, we need to grab onto something in the future, you know, whether it's a goal or whether it's an accomplishment that you want to accomplish, um, you know, elements of success that are going to drive us to, to do things that we don't want to do, you know, and oftentimes it's just a mental trick to say, I want to be up on that podium or I want to win. I want to beat North Penn. I want to finish, uh, you know, top three in the state, whatever it might be to trick our mind in the depths of December to keep fighting. You know, I think that's, those are good examples, um i've seen you work here at the high school and i know what you've done on the club scene as far as your work ethic but if you want to share a little bit with our listeners what type of skill development or strength work that you do on your own you know we talk a lot about the unseen hours here if there's any type of examples of your unseen hours uh, that you want to share with our listeners
1: so basically i wrestle like a lot outside of school like i travel like i go to the club practices like that's like my main thing like as soon as i'm done here like with the school season like if we have open mats like mondays and wednesdays i'm here but during the springtime i'm driving like right outside of philly i'm getting in practices like it's some late nights like like some days i'm just like i don't want to do it like i don't feel like sitting in that traffic Mm. but i'm just thinking like you are benefiting yourself and you are giving yourself like a step up ahead of other people like you like I don't have to go to the practice. I just wanna to go to the practice because I want to get better. So I think just like putting in the training. And this year during the springtime, we ended up doing conditioning at practice. So we were like running sprints and at my club we were doing like medicine ball workouts. We were doing like like these like band workouts, like with our feet that keep ourselves in our stances and like down blocks and shots and all this other stuff. So I just basically think with me putting in the effort and actually wanting to go and get better was pushing me to actually keep on going. So
0: mm, mm. so you're kind of getting momentum from consistency. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those workouts when you're outside of Philly, is that all girls or is it co-ed? Or?
1: So, sometimes it's all girls sometimes it's co-ed it's just an open practice so i wrestle freestyle when i wrestle outside of school so that's what they wrestle at the olympics so freestyle and greco the greco that's what they wrestle at the olympics so when i go there it's a mix of both because it's athletes training from philly and jersey and then someone's from delaware so it's just like a mix of everyone like there's younger kids there's older kids there's, like, college athletes in there, and it's just basically a mix of everything because everyone in there wants to get better.
0: Okay. What what, what do you prefer, the traditional style of, like, uh, interscholastic wrestling or the, the freestyle Greco?
1: Freestyle all the way. What's the difference? So here there are three periods, and you have top, bottom, and neutral. Yep. So... That's folk style, and that's what you wrestle in school, and that's what I wrestle for states. And then when I wrestle freestyle, that is two periods, three minutes each, with a minute break in between. And for that, a tech fall is 10 points. And when you go down onto the mat, you go onto your belly, and you don't have to get up. So basically, if you break um, 90-degree exposure on the other opponent, you gain two points, so I just like freestyle because it's like faster, and I love to throw, and throws are high points in freestyle. So,
0: got it. And what's a throw? Help me out.
1: Um, so, so I'm thinking you're
0: picking them up and throwing them, but that's probably not it. Right? So
1: there's underhooks, there's trips, there's suplexes, um, headlocks, like all like different things. It's just like basically if they go from beat to back, gotcha. it's four points, and then if their feet go over top of their head. It's five points. So. Okay.
0: Makes sense. Um, you've obviously done a great job of, of inspiring others and, and, and being a leader, a servant leader where you're serving others and, and their interest to hopefully get them excited about the sport, particularly females. Um, uh, what about you though? What, what student athlete has inspired you over the years here at Souderton?
1: Um, I would say Tyler Williams because he is a really good wrestler, but he never changed his attitude. He was always happy and he never treated anyone like mm. differently and now seeing him wrestle in college is, like, pretty cool to think. Like, he came from Southerton, and now he wrestles at Drexel. So it's Yeah, cool.
0: he was the epitome of hard work. He yeah. he brought it every single day, and I, I like the piece about his attitude. He always did have a good attitude. Um, could be the same answer, but uh, we always ask our student-athletes, your favorite teammate.
1: Um, my favorite teammate is Kayla Husti-Luca. Um, we both started wrestling the same year, so obviously she is younger. She's a freshman right now. But we started wrestling at the same time, and we've both gone through the same journey. And just basically, we've just grown closer now that we go to the same school, and just we're there for each other in school, outside of school. We push each other. She holds me accountable. Like She just pushes me to be the best athlete that I can be, and I push her as well, just because I know that she's going to have an amazing future coming up. Being in high school and being able to wrestle in like the older divisions of women's wrestling. So,
0: awesome. Uh, you're part of our athletic leadership council. Uh, you've grown as a leader. Uh, we have a couple questions here um, regarding leadership. What makes a great leader and what does it mean to you?
1: So, I think that a great leader is someone that holds themselves accountable, but also holds their teammates accountable. And doesn't change the way that they treat someone so basically like you could be like having a horrible day say like school was so bad or you performed horribly the day before like you can't just like treat like your teammates like bad like you have to like still go in there you have to be like a happy person like you have to make sure that you are keeping the mindset that you aren't the only one on the team like you have to be like oh like They just had a really good performance. So, like, let's bring them up. Like, I can, like, have a bad day sometimes. So it's just basically being there and making sure that you're, like, supporting the other people on the team.
0: I love it. I love it. And do you have any goals or areas of weakness that, like, this year going into the season, we talked about this in ALC, like, things that you're going to work on from a leadership standpoint or you think you need to work on from a leadership standpoint
1: i think that i need to work on like the emotional aspect because like some days like i just have some bad days like like i know like that i'm not always going to win my boys matches but some days like it's just like really hard like coming in and like just working after i like i lose a guys match but i feel like this year i want to work on being more positive because we do have a women's program and i want to like set a good example for the girls now that I will be leaving this year so I want to leave like a good mark on this team and like just have like a positive attitude and just have the best year this year that I can.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think you gave a good example of Tyler Williams who who always kind of had that positive attitude. There's no way he was always feeling good or always having a great day or was in a great mood. But you know, I think leaders are energy givers and if they're positive, they're going to give energy to others. So I think that's a great goal. And um, I'm going to hold you accountable to that. I'm going to link up with you in January and see how that's going for okay. you. Um, this has been awesome. I, I hope that a lot of people listen to this, not only our student-athletes, parents, and community members, uh, but those that might be on the uh, for having a women's wrestling program a- across the state. Uh, before we let you go, though, Trinity, we have five quick hitters. Our first quick hitter is your favorite pre-game song.
1: Party in the USA. <laughs>
0: Miley Cyrus. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, seems seems like more of a, a post-game song, but that's good. That's good. Maybe we'll add that to the playlist. Um,
1: There's a backstory to it. Okay.
0: What's the story? Um.
1: So my first time going out the nationals in North Dakota. We had a speaker and we were just singing "Party in the USA" and it was on my cue and I was warming up for my match and it just started playing and I was just like, I was just like, wow, I'm in such a good mood and then I wrestled like a really good match and I was like, wow, maybe it's not just like rap music, like maybe like I can listen to like songs that like are upbeat and happy so that song just like gets me pumped for some reason.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Uh, favorite food.
1: Burrito bowls. <laughs>
0: Burrito bowls. Where do you get that from?
1: Um, Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs>
0: got it, got it. Uh, favorite pro athlete?
1: Um, Tamira stock Wrestler? Yeah. She, no, what's her
0: story? Where'd she wrestle? Or.
1: Um, She wrestled at the Olympics this year. Wow. She was the first African-American to win a gold medal in women's wrestling.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Where do you hope to be in five years? We talked about recruiting and the schools you're looking at. I'm so excited for you. But in five years after school, what do you? What's it looking like for you?
1: Um, I see myself just graduating from college, and I'm going to school for sports management. So I want to be an athletic director. So just to like break the stigma of male like in the athletic aspect. But I see myself, like, possibly getting into, like, a local school around here and just helping out the athletic director so I can make my way up, like, the chain and possibly being a head women's wrestling coach coming back and helping out somewhere.
0: Love it. Love it. Well, you've done a great job as a Southern High School athletic intern, so you're already off, oh, off to a good start. <laughs> uh, last but not least, what advice would you have for your younger self?
1: um don't give up don't tell like don't tell yourself that you can't do it cuz if i would have told myself that i wouldn't have been where i am today like i wouldn't be winning national titles i wouldn't be um on varsity we wouldn't have this girls program so just like don't give up and keep on pushing like you got this you can do more than what you think that you can it's just the mental aspect like You are capable. You can just do whatever you want to do. It's Mm. just you have to have your head in the game and know that you can do it.
0: I love it. Don't give up. Uh, Someone that's been here as athletic director for seven years, I can confidently say if Trinity Monaghan did not go to our school, we would not have a girls program. Like, there's just no way. So thank you for not giving up. We appreciate you. We appreciate you carving out time for us today. And I wish you the best of luck this season.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All righty.